Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Energy Within. I'm your host, Casey of Soul Sparkle Healing, and today we're going to start our journey focusing on each one of the chakras. So we learn a little bit more about what they do for us, um, what each energy center really holds, what power is there, um, and hopefully this more focused journey is going to give us a little bit more understanding of yourself, um, where your energy is getting stuck, how to recognize it, because you'll know all these um, different red flags that kind of come up. And also, this will give some tools when you notice that there's some energy blocked in a particular area. in learning more detail about each one of the chakras, we're going to also have tools to kind of target a blockage in that area. Um, We're going to talk about all different kinds of modalities that you can use to reach into that energy center. And um, I think it will be a really fun journey. Um, It's kind of... um, I said before in the previous episode, um, chakras are very important to me and the understanding of these chakras because as I'm doing a Reiki session on a client, um, I'm really focusing on the energy centers themselves and those centers tell me a lot. Um, Not only that, but when I find blocks, um, we can knowing enough about the energy centers, we know what tools will help break through and break free whatever blockages that are there. Um, You know, when we talk about blockages, we're talking about energy, but as I've said before, your energy is not the only thing that gets affected in your body. Um, When your energy is stuck somewhere, it manifests in your physical body as well, in your emotional body. Um, So by learning a little bit more in detail about what each chakra is, we can put all of those things together and use all of our resources to try to heal whatever's blocked, whatever is a problem at the time. So we are going to start at the root today. Um, When I started my healing journey, the first thing I did was learn a little bit about what chakras are in general. Um, And then I really felt pulled to focus on my root chakra. Um, At the time, I was going through some pretty emotional um, changes and just went through my divorce. was learning how to live alone for the first time in my adult life. Um, So the root chakra was really important for me and I was really pulled there first because I needed safety and security and I needed to know that I generated my own safety and security. So not knowing all of that stuff, it all makes sense why I was so drawn to that in the very beginning, but... um, Let's talk about, first of all, where is your root chakra located? So you have the seven energy centers and they go up the base of your spine. The root chakra is the very base of your spine. Um, 
at the bottom. It is, every chakra has a color and the root chakra is red. Um, there are elements associated with every chakra um, and the element for the root chakra is earth. So your root chakra is your your feeling of being safe and secure and grounded to the earth. Um, those things correlate for a reason. Um, so let's see, how should we start this? <laughs> um, when you have a imbalanced root chakra, you might feel insecure. You might feel anxious. You might feel extremely negative or depressed. Um, you could feel kind of scattered and disconnected, restless, fearful, unmotivated, really greedy, um, lazy, or indecisive. Your root chakra is the source of the energy that gives you your safety, stability, and any imbalance is going to kind of mess with those feelings and those those energies. Um, a balanced root chakra gives you that security. You feel grounded, centered, stable. You feel safe, supported, um, also peaceful. Um, the, you know, when I think of the root chakra, I think of a tree, right? Um, a, a grounded tree that's growing and doing its thing in nature is it has its roots deep into the earth and it's stable. Even when the wind blows, it might blow, but it's still stable. Um, I did another episode not too long ago about grounding and we actually talked about the, the mountain energy within the root chakra. Um, mountain energy is another really great thing to gravitate toward when you're trying to think about your root chakra because just like that tree analogy, a mountain kind of does the same thing. It doesn't have roots, but um, it's part of the earth. It's stable. No matter what's happening around it, there could be storms, there could be weather, there could be wind. That, that mountain is still standing stable. Um, so that's kind of the the thought process behind um, kind of like pulling in those earth earth items from when, when we're thinking about the root chakra. Um, you know, taking care of your physical body is part of a balanced root chakra. Knowing that your physical body, it, you know, you are that mountain. You are that tree and it needs to be taken care of in order, even though we move around on this earth and we aren't rooted into the dirt physically all of the time, um, you know, we still need to take care of ourselves. We need to pull in proper nourishment. We need to take care of our energy. We need to take care of our emotions and our, our physical body. Um, another Another sign for the uh, balance chakra is being peaceful and present. And if you go back to the trees or the mountains, those, tr you know, trees and mountains, even when there is chaos going on, storms and whatever, 
um, the they are still present there. They're not going anywhere. They're stable and they're strong. So um, the body parts that are associated with the root chakra, when you are thinking about the layer of your your physical body and when there is an imbalance in your root, where is it going to show up in your physical body? Your feet, your legs, your, your bones, um, your large intestine, kidneys, and spinal column. So <laughs> if we're thinking about where I was at when the root chakra was really important to me, um, you know, I was trying to rebuild myself, trying to find that safety and security within myself because I had left a partnership that, and now I, for the first time really in my adult life, I was all alone. The the safety and security was needed to come from me. There was nobody else to back me up. And ironically, after I started to feel a little bit better, um, I, that's when I had my spinal injury. Um, I slipped my discs in my back while I was actually moving out of our house and, and really ending that part of my life. Um, part of me, in hindsight, looking back at that part of me, doesn't wonder if I had finally figured out what I needed to know about my root. Um, and, and it just kind of blew apart <laughs> because I was in mentally and emotionally and energetically, I was in a much better place when my injury occurred. But there had been so many years of imbalance that I think the damage had been done, if that makes any sense. Um, So I am a really good example of root chakra imbalance. Um, If I didn't feel safe and secure and stable for years, it affected my back. Now, there is some hereditary things that that play into into that. But, um, you know, at what was I at the time? 35? 35? I I don't know many 35-year-olds that have to go in for spinal surgeries, and I ended up having to have two. So, um, yeah, that this one is really important to me. Um, it's part of the reason why grounding, and I've talked about it on the podcast before, grounding is so important, and um, that was one of the first workshops that I did in person here. Um, the first was basically energy basics and self-care, but second was grounding because this is really important to me. And my journey started when I started to understand grounding and, and care so that I felt secure and centered and stable and safe. And when I knew that that, those things came from me, um, I was more present and, and much more peaceful So, um, yeah, when you are feeling imbalanced, you might not feel safe. And there might be a situation that's contributing to that. Or it could just be, um, you know, past traumas that are kind of reoccurring that make you feel unsafe or um, scattered or disconnected. Um, I do when I know that when my energy is out of out of alignment the one of the first things that I feel is really um 
disconnected and kind of scattered. Those to for me are my kind of like <laughs> red flag when my brain is so disconnected and kind of restless and scattered. I know that okay, this is imbalanced. That's my my little my first little warning sign. If I don't do anything about it, I'm going to end up with some back aches. I'm going to end up with um it's going to turn from, you know, restful, restless and uh, disconnected to I'm going to really live in a space of like fearful energy and I'm going to get really unmotivated, kind of lazy. Um, so because I'm aware of all of this, I have and I've seen that progression when when that root chakra gets blocked for whatever reason, um, that's where I kind of that's my path. I start out kind of disconnected, but then it gets, if I don't pay attention to it, it gets more and more intense. It becomes, instead of restless, it's completely um, lazy and indecisive and unmotivated. Um, So yeah, that's how I know it's time to look in. Now, every person is different. Um, I'm just giving my personal example because for me, it's a very... It's a very loud message and a really loud aha moment, you know? Um, so what things can we do if we want to put energy... We know that we have a root chakra imbalance. We're feeling insecure. We're feeling unsafe. Um, really scattered, not connected to the world. Kind of having a hard time focusing. That's your root. Now what do we do? There are many things that you can do with each energy center to put energy back in there and start healing it. Um, So the color I said was red. Um, You can wear red clothing. (laughs) Being around and focusing on that color red will help you connect with that energy. Another thing that you can do is use crystals if that's something that you're interested in and if that works well for you. Um, I am a big fan of crystals. So um, the crystals that you would use in conjunction with your root chakra are either red crystals or black ones because the color is red, but the element is earth. So anything that's earthy, dark, kind of protective, those are the crystals that you would use for your root chakra. So those would be, let me give you some examples. Um, crystals would be like red jasper, hematite, tourmaline, obsidian, garnet, bloodstone. Um, I had some more. Where are they? Um, Dalmatian jasper, jet, that's a black one. Um, black, I always think I'm saying this wrong, black agate smoky quartz those are good um, dark colored grounding stones so what would you do with the stones keep them near you Um, you could meditate with them Um, meditation with stones is always kind of my go-to that's always the the beginning of it um I really like to, when I start to feel that I'm going down that road, the first thing I like to do is um, do a little meditation 
with my stones and the grounding stones and just remind myself, go through that mountain visualization um, or a tree, whatever, whatever connects you to something stable within the earth. Um, And I just kind of roll through that in my head. I think of, I am a tree, here's my roots. They're going down into the earth. I connect to the center of the earth. Um, The wind might be blowing, but I'm still stable. I'm still standing. I can waver back and forth, but I am still stable. Um, The other thing that I like to do once I've done that and kind of got my mindset right for that is I literally go outside and do something grounding. And depending on the seasons and depending on where you're at, I'm here in Michigan in the wintertime. There's really not a whole lot I can do to get my feet in the dirt. (laughs) But um, I do have different things that I like to do. Just literally smelling the fresh air and watching the trees is grounding. Um, It's always great when you can take your shoes off and actually put your skin contact to the earth to the grass, to the dirt, to the sand. Um, But sometimes your situation might not allow it. You might not be able to get a chance to get outside or whatever the case is. Um, You can even just get outside and watch the trees move in the wind or, um, you know, watch the bushes if you're in a kind of a city cityscape like look at the plants look at the things that are growing out of the earth that connects you to the earth just your awareness of it um I like to one of my favorite things to do is actually go to the beach (laughs) I'm near water I'm lucky um but since I've been a kid water is a really important thing to me. When I was younger, I lived near a bayou and one of my favorite things to do is to go fishing every day um, during summer break. So I would go sit out on my neighbor's dock and uh, I wouldn't always catch anything. Um, I'm a catch and release fisherman. So um, I never, I wasn't there to, you know, catch dinner. It was more about just watching the water, watching the fish swim up to my bait, um, being in the sunshine, feeling that that wind blow off the water. That was like my, even as a kid, that was my happy place. Um, my dad actually had a boat and we would go out into the bigger lake and go salmon fishing in the mornings on the weekends. And so as I grew up, that was my happy place is literally listening to that water, listening to the earth, seeing the sand, you know, on the beaches, on the shore, but being in that boat and riding those waves and and hearing the water crash up against the side of the the boat, um, it was just cleansing. It always has been. So even to this day, if I have a frustrating day, sometimes I will go sit by the beach and stick my feet in the sand and listen to the waves crash and feel that wind. And um, where I'm at, there are tree, there's always trees by the beach. So you, when the wind blows off the water, you can hear the leaves rustling. And usually it's a walk through the woods to get to the beach. So there's so much grounding energy there. But um, yeah, you can find your own, your own ways to get out and appreciate nature, even just going for a walk. Um, 
we just did a grounding ceremony or a grounding um, nature walk. And a large group of us kind of got together. We talked about how you um, pull up the negative ions from the earth and it helps balance the positive ions that we have within our body. And being out in nature calms us and it centers us and it stabilizes the things that are going on in our body, both physically and emotionally. So we took a walk for, I think it was about three quarters of a mile, just one way. We stopped and we actually took our shoes off. There was a place um, where we could take our shoes off and it was softer um, ground cover. So it wasn't uncomfortable. And we walked around with our shoes off. And it was funny, um, we were halfway through and I was watching everybody standing there. We kind of stopped and talked for a few minutes and everybody was like swaying with the trees um, halfway through and nobody was doing that when we were standing at the park starting our walk. So the, the visual for me watching everybody was that it literally affected everybody enough to make them sway in the breeze with the trees. So to say the power of nature and the power of healing and grounding is just completely amazing. And you see it in so many different ways. Um, so yeah, get out in nature. There are grounding mats that you can buy. Um, if you don't have, if you're in the wintertime, I actually have one myself. You plug it into the grounding little hole that's in your outlet and I will meditate while sitting on that. I take my socks off, you know, so my, my skin is contacting that mat. And um, I will meditate and sit on that. And it's really helpful, extremely helpful um, in the wintertime. Because you do miss a little bit of that outdoor if you're in a snowy area like, like I am. So it brings in that, that grounding energy. Um. Another thing that you can do besides utilizing nature and stones is um, you can also use affirmations. And affirmations are a really great tool because they're easy. Um, you can keep a little you can keep a little notebook or some little reference for each chakra, but um, some of the affirmations for the root chakra are, I am supported at all times. I am a beloved child of the source creator. Whatever your belief system is, that source. Um, I am invited to embrace life. I am always safe and secure. Being carried, followed, and surrounded by loving beings. I claim abundance, and I am an open to giving and receiving. I am always grounded to the earth and I support myself. Um, Some more mantras or affirmations, excuse me, are I am supported at all times. Oh, that was the first one on that list too. Sorry. (laughs) Um, So anything that really gives you that energy of being supported, being grounded, being stable. I am stable. Um, One of my favorite ones 
when I was first starting out, there was um, like a YouTube video that I had found, but it was like this little chant that you said to yourself as you were falling asleep. And it was, I am a mountain, I am strong, and I am stable. And there was more to it, but those were the words that I could remember <laughs> the easiest. So those were the ones that I could come up with. I'm not great at remembering really long, um, you know, affirmations or chants. Like it's got to be short <laughs> for me to remember. So I only remember the first part, but it was useful. Um, so yeah, those, the the affirmations are really great tools. Another thing that you can actually use is sound therapy. So each one of our energy centers also responds to sound vibrations. And that's part of the reason why um, earthing, grounding works so well because we're actually picking up that vibration that the earth puts off. Um, the sound vibration, if you're looking for like binaural beats, they're those little beats you can find, you can find them like on YouTube even, um, but use your headphones when you're using those because it really helps you, um, absorb the most frequency, but the sound resonance is 396 Hertz for your root chakra. So, um, if you're interested and just need some quiet time, sometimes while I meditate, I will use the binaural beats and kind of connect. I'm a big proponent of trying to hit like the double whammy. So if I can meditate and think about being a tree or, you know, doing a grounding meditation, but I'm also listening to those binaural beats that are connected to the root chakra in that frequency, um, I do both at the same time and really bigger bang for your buck, right? When you know your resources and you can kind of pull them together, it, it does wonders. So sound therapy is great. Um, drum beats are really good. In the grounding workshop that I did, we actually talked about going and finding um, drum beats on YouTube. And you can put those in your ears and it, hopefully nobody's around, but <laughs> if it's a nice day and you and you have a chance to go outside and you're really having kind of an unstable day where you just feel flustered and unstable and you want to get rooted and grounded and feel more stable, go outside and with those beats, stomp your feet. The vibration that your feet is, are making on that earth in that connection, pulling up the, the positive ions, feeling the earth's frequency, plus that that beat of that drum, it just kind of um, shakes that stagnant energy out and really connects you again. It's incredibly powerful and um, it's super helpful. When I get frustrated sometimes, I will go outside in my own backyard and I have, my house is um, kind of like a bi-level so when I go outside on my deck, I go down some stairs to get to the to the um, backyard. So luckily, nobody on the main floor can really see me unless they're really like looking out for me. But I'll go outside and I'll stomp <laughs> and just kind of as I'm walking around, stomp my feet a little bit harder. And I'm not I'm trying not to look like a crazy person in my backyard with all my neighbors wondering what I'm doing. But um, that vibration, it just kind of pushes all of that energy out and it really connects you back with the earth again. Um, the other thing that you can do is while you're stomping, you can actually go 
and blow all of what's all of the air in your body blow it out while you stomp when you make that connection you've blown out that air and visualizing anything that's negative that's not you know not for me that's not serving my highest purpose that's not connecting me to the earth that's not um that's making me feel unstable I'm blowing it out. You can visualize that. So as you're making the connection to the ground and stomping, you're also <gasps> with the drum beat in it. It really helps. And you might look silly, but I promise you, if you are having a rough day and you do it, you will feel better. I promise. No matter how silly you might feel. Um, so another thing be- besides um, sound and those, the 396 hertz vibration is aromatherapy. Um, some people respond real, really well to um, smells to calm them. Um, you can make your own rollerball scents. They're really easy once you have essential oils and a carrier oil. Um, you can get uh, the little rollerball, empty rollerball vials on Amazon for pretty cheap. And you can make your own blends if you would like, or you can actually buy them already pre-blended. But um, aromatherapy is a great way to connect to that energy as well. Cedarwood is a good smell. Patchouli, thyme, sandalwood, vetiver, and ginger. So like strong, earthy smells. Um, Those are the smells that are associated with the root chakra and help you kind of ground your energy. So we've talked about smells, we've talked about sound therapy and the vibrations, we've talked about um, affirmations, colors, Um, you can eat, (laughs) food is also another way that you can kind of get in touch with each chakra and um, when you're thinking about foods that are good for your root chakra, it's um, anything that's kind of either red, you know, tomatoes, strawberries, raspberries, anything red, or um, proteins are really good for grounding. So meat, eggs, um, nuts, even cheeses, those are good grounding foods. So when you're really feeling ungrounded, if you've ever had a moment where you feel really ungrounded and suddenly you're hungry for like some protein, that might be why, because your your body kind of fills in those blanks sometimes for you. But um, yeah, food can also help you kind of tap into that energy and help ground and stabilize that root chakra. Remember the the balanced chakra is going to feel you're going to feel secure and centered and stabled safe stable oh my gosh safe um and supported and peaceful and present your root chakra affects the lower body or the base items so it's your reproductive system your your muscles and your legs your bones your pelvis your legs and feet um I've seen a lot on like my Facebook feed recently because 
yoga and meditation things come up a lot for me, which should probably be no surprise. But um, if your hips feel really tight, your emotions really kind of um, sit in your hips. So when you're feeling really unstable and have some really some trauma that has to do with um, your feelings of stability and safety, um, you might have really tight hips. So another way to move energy is to physically move your body. Grounding yoga is a really great way to feel stable. Um, And I was trying to think before I came on, how can I explain yoga poses um, (laughs) while I'm just speaking and you can't see? But I think just in general, yoga is about balance and about movement of energy. So anything that you do in yoga is really going to be helpful Um, you know, standing tall and working on your balance, any poses that make you stand tall and work on your balance are going to be helpful. Um, you know, downward dog is a good one because you're balancing your hands and your feet. Um, cat cow is another really good one. You are on your hands and knees kind of flexing back and forth, being one with the earth. Um, anything that you know, different lunge poses, side poses where you're stretching, but keeping your balance while your legs are spread apart. Um, Those are all movements that are going to make you feel safe and secure and stable. It's working on your stability. Um, So yeah, moving your energy in that root chakra. Another thing is, um, you know, physically getting outside and running, walking. Um, Those are really helpful too. I have my... um, dear friend who is a chiropractor um she she runs the clinic that i do my reiki sessions through she's actually training for a marathon right now in copper canyon so she is training and running um daily and it's helped her tremendously to feel more connected to the earth and also feel grounded um so that has been an interesting thing for me to watch. I, I am not a runner. I am a walker, <laughs> not a runner. Um, but it's been interesting to see how important and how, how um, kind of changing that that has been for her. That's been kind of an unexpected connection that's been made. So, um, and I love to see that we've, we live in a, a, society where we don't get a chance so much to connect to the earth, to get outside, to do some me time, to really kind of um, do the things that that humans used to do. Go for walks out in the woods. Um, you know, it used to be for survival, to go find food, to go, um, you know, get firewood or whatever. But we don't have to do that now. And be, just because we wear rubber shoes now that disconnect us from the earth when, um, you know, all of we don't need to go gather firewood, most of us, because we can turn the, the thermostat up. It doesn't mean that those parts aren't still in our DNA and in our, um, in, in, ingrained in our bodies to make balance. So even though I might not need to go out and gather firewood every night to stay warm, I still should get out and get some fresh air and enjoy nature and connect with nature. So 
I love to see a, a change um, that's really helped somebody in connecting with that. I also read a book not too long ago about about traumas and how they affect you in the present day. And one of the things that the um, the doctor that had wrote the book was talking about was how thousands of years ago, we used a few different things for mental health. You know, people, humans have been going through traumas for centuries, but the things that we used to do are not necessarily the same things we do now. Um, you know, very far back, the ways that they helped heal trauma were that you reached out to your community and you asked for support and you accepted help and um, you got out in nature. You know, shamans and, and medicine people used to tell people how to connect with nature in order to heal something physical. So, um, there is something to be said even in present day humanity that nature and grounding and community aren't, are incredibly important in our DNA. And even though we don't always use them, we should think of ways to apply them more to our everyday life for our optimal balance, our optimal energy flow. It, it helps in so many ways. So that's really kind of the basis of the root chakra. Um, there are many different ways that you can access and, and connect with that root chakra, but your main goal is to get, give yourself those feelings of support and stability. Um, if you feel unbalanced or imbalanced in any of those it, in your root chakra, this is a very, very common chakra to have imbalance. So don't ever, if you feel imbalance in any of your chakras, don't ever get down on yourself. Don't ever feel bad. It is 100% normal um, to have imbalance. Everybody has it. But we, if we're, we're learning about each chakra and learning about what it takes to heal those, we're doing ourselves a major, major benefit to be able to connect and heal ourselves and be aware of ourselves. So think about, think about your energy and think about how the, the base of your body is. How, how stable do you feel? Maybe you can think of a time in your life where you didn't feel stable. Um, those are root chakra moments. And try to think of different ways. If, if you're feeling it currently, what can you do? Do, do smells work for you? Um, do you want to go pick up some crystals? Do you want to find some um, binaural beats for the root chakra frequency? Um, do you want to go outside and, and experience nature and really take that sound or take that uh, nature bath? <laughs> um, take your shoes off and get connected to the earth again. Eat something red. <laughs> So I hope that this was helpful. As always, if you have any questions about any of the things that we talked about, or um, as I said in my other 
pod, um, my other episode, if, if you have a reoccurring issue and you kind of want to send me a message and ask me a question, feel free to, um, I'd be happy to reply, um, and kind of help you out a little bit so you can tie all of the things that we talked about today into your, um, applying it to your present day. Um, I think root chakra, I mean, trauma is really stored here, right? Trauma makes you feel unsafe and unsafe is your root. So I see so much root, um, instability while I do healing sessions, but the really good news is all of the things that we need to heal ourselves in that energy are accessible and I am by no means saying that trauma is easy to heal from, but I am saying that the resources are out there and, and yay to you for taking the time to listen and to learn a little bit more about that. So maybe it will give you the inspiration to start taking those steps towards healing. Um, feel free if you have any questions about the root chakra or grounding to reach out to me. Um, even questions about crystals or um, different scent blends that would really help with grounding, feel free to reach out. But I hope this was helpful. I hope you have a wonderful day. Please remember also my my socials are Casey, K-A-C-I-E, Soul Sparkle on Instagram. And on Facebook, it's Soul Sparkle Healing. Um, But yeah, reach out if you have any questions at all. Next up is going to be the sacral chakra. We're going to go from the ground up. Like I said, when I was doing my healing work and the first thing I need, I felt really drawn to fix and to heal and to um, kind of fix the energy flow was my root chakra. And I think from a healing perspective, it makes sense because you can't you aren't going to make as much progress with the rest of the chakras, in my opinion, if you aren't feeling stable. That stability helps you do all of the other work. So we start at the root because that one keeps you stable and keeps you safe. And we all deserve to feel safe and calm and supported And we all deserve that feeling of being embraced and loved by whatever source energy you do follow. And we all deserve to have abundance and ground with the earth. So I hope you enjoyed this. If you have any questions, reach out and I will go ahead and sign off and talk to you next week about the sacral chakra. I hope you have a wonderful day and you feel grounded and secure. Sending so much love.